How did one longtime advisor go from delivering bad news for a living to helping clients with non-insurance strategies? We'll find out on this episode of Shift Shapers. Change either paralyzes or energizes. The choice is yours. You're listening to the Shift Shapers podcast. You're about to learn firsthand from businesses and entrepreneurs who have successfully shaped the shifts in their industries. Get ready to become the change that you want to see. Here's your host and Chief Transformation Strategist, David Saltzman. Today's episode is brought to you by HR360, the trusted source for customizable compliance tools used by brokers and their clients nationwide. Their monthly benefits newsletter, ACA alerts, RAP SPDs, HR library, and other attorney-reviewed tools will help you keep your clients and win new ones, and at a cost that will amaze you. On this episode of Shift Shapers, we're going to speak to Kyle Hodges. Kyle is president of The Broker's Broker, and we're going to explore an area that I know a lot of listeners have asked about. Some have kind of dipped their toe in the water a little bit. And that's what we call non-traditional or non-insurance-based benefits. And Kyle's a subject matter expert in this area, so we invited him on the program to try to bring some light to the questions that you might have. And with that, welcome, Kyle. Thanks, David. I just want to let you know I'm a fan of the podcast, and I would be remiss if I didn't say that I think you're doing a great thing and a great service for benefit advisors. You've had a lot of great people on the program and you know everybody needs a pat on the back every now and then and i'd like to give that to you well we appreciate it the the only thing that we like more than talking to really qualified subject matter experts is talking to really qualified subject matter experts who are fans of the podcast so with that tell me a little bit about your story i mean how how do you end up doing what you're doing because it's not kind of the traditional route well you know i started off as a, a benefits advisor and and nobody goes to college wanting to get into benefits. We always back our way into it. And I started off being a financial planner. I wanted to be a stockbroker. I ended up being a financial planner, which turned into being a life insurance salesman. And I found out in my first year that I was selling more individual health insurance than I was selling life insurance. And then somebody came to me with the idea that you can sell group insurance and you can sell 50 people at one time with one sale. So that's how I got into the employee benefits industry. I started my own agency. And I have to give a lot of thank to to NAHU and my involvement with them because it was the networking with people all across the country, especially out in California. When I started my benefits agency, whatever happened in California back in the late 80s came to the Midwest about three years later. So I would take trips out to California and find out what they were doing and bring it back to the Midwest. And that put me ahead of the competition. So that's how I got my start. But after 25 years of being in the business, I had due to some unforeseen circumstances, I ended up selling my agency and completely getting out of the benefit advisor role. And I found myself, I had two assets. Um, I had my clients, of which I couldn't sell insurance to due to a non-compete. And then I had this passion to want to deal with brokers, uh, with my involvement with NAHU. I just, and anybody who does have involvement with them, has this drive or this passion to want to help out the industry. 
So in looking for another job, I spent some time, you know, on LinkedIn searching for jobs. And I realized there were all of these companies out on the West Coast that were had technology products that were in the healthcare industry that wanted to use brokers as a sales channel. So I contacted Martin Carr of the HIU magazine and I said, Martin, I would like to write a monthly column in the HIU magazine called Outside the Box Products. And my criteria for the article, much like your podcast, is I wanted to bring ideas, products and services that would either help a broker write new business or help them retain business. And after writing about four articles, all of the presidents of these companies I was writing about would contact me and want me to sell or represent their product to brokers. So that is where the Brokers Broker was born. And I had a handful of of product offerings to bring out to the agent communities that had nothing to do with insurance and had nothing to do with my non-compete. So that's where I got my start with the Brokers Broker. You know, the journey's never a straight line, is it? (laughs) No, it's not. You never know where it's going to lead. No, indeed. And that's part of the fun of of being in this business is is as things change, we get to look at new opportunities. And and that's kind of what you're doing and what you're offering to benefit advisors. Do you find a clamor among benefit advisors to expand in in non-traditional ways? Are you starting to see a lot of interest? Yes. The the quick answer to your question is yes. And I, I really would credit, you know, one person individually, and that's Reed Rasmussen of Fresh Benny's, who did a very good job of what I call bundling employee benefits. And the main product around that bundling is the telemedicine industry. And you're seeing companies pop up every month with new offerings. There is a general agent out of Dallas called New Benefits, and New Benefits has probably 200 different non-insurance related products that you can pick and choose. I would like these six benefits, these seven benefits, these 10 benefits, and then price it and bring it out to market. And that's what you're seeing occur in the benefits industry when we talk about these non-insurance related benefits. Can you give me a, a, a couple of examples of some things that maybe, I, I know everybody seems to know about legal plans and identity theft plans. Those have been around for quite a long time. But some other strategies that, that advisors are talking about and bringing to their clients that aren't traditional insurance plays? Yeah, there are benefits out there like the automobile deductible reimbursement, homeowners deductible reimbursement, There's companies out there that are offering tax services to their clients, um, property tax mitigation, which is simply going in and and getting a a reduction in your property tax. Ask any business owner and they'll say they pay too much for property tax. There's tax service called cost segregation, which not too many people know what cost segregation is, but most business owners own their own building building. And cost segregation is simply taking out a portion of that building and things like parking, landscaping, wiring, plumbing, flooring, and pulling that out of the depreciation schedule, which when you buy a building, normally you depreciate over 39 years. And with cost segregation, there's certain items you can pull out and depreciate over five years. And since 
an average commercial property is only owned for seven years, why not get the depreciation as quickly as you can? Another area is there's a research and development tax credit that's available. And most people don't think that they qualify for that. And to qualify for it, all you need to do is is have a new or improved process, product, technique, formula, software. So industries like agriculture, manufacturing, textiles, civil engineers, consumer goods, furniture, all qualify for this tax credit. And it goes back four years. And just to give you an idea of what that involves for a business owner and from a savings perspective, it's a payroll-based credit. And for every million dollars of payroll, there's a $40,000 tax credit. So if you got a $5 million payroll company, that's $200,000 times that by four, there's an $800,000 savings there available to the business owner. So these are some of the areas that I don't believe brokers are aware of. And it's real simple to get into. You just have to know how to go about doing that. And now a word from our sponsor. Brokers nationwide are using HR 360's low-cost, easy-to-use RAP SPD generator, RAPDOC 360, to make sure their clients have ERISA-required RAP SPDs and plan documents. Actually, over 110,000 sets of RAP documents were sold just in the last 12 months. If your client gets audited by the DOL, the first phone call they make will be to you, looking for their SPDs and plan documents. So make sure your clients are compliant. Developed by HR 360's staff of attorneys and a leading ERISA law firm, this simple, intuitive system makes it so easy to customize RAP SPDs for each client, and the cost is surprisingly affordable. In fact, many brokers are actually charging for each document, so your RAP SPD generator becomes a new profit center for you. Get free demo access, no credit card required, so you can find out just how easy it is to generate RAP SPDs at rapdoc360.com. To learn more about all of the great services HR360 has that can help you differentiate yourself and deliver more value, click on the sponsor link at shiftshapersonline.com or email sales at hr360.com. This is really quite a, a remarkable shift for a lot of brokers from where they are and where they, you know, where the, how they envision their practices. What's the conversation like with an advisor who, you know, who wants to get into this? How do they start positioning it in their practice? And what's the conversation like with prospects and clients? Well, I personally took this out to my clients because I, I needed to understand how that process would go. And companies have developed applications where you can, in four questions, determine what that savings estimate is in these areas. So, you know, brokers today are being told that they need to become trusted advisors. They need to differentiate themselves from their competition. And it's ideas like this that, you know, bringing a savings of, you know, three, four hundred thousand dollars to a client. But with an app on your phone and on your on your tablet where you can determine that savings and in a 60 second conversation. So it's really easy to bring it to a client to show the savings. And it's and it's set up so that, you know, brokers don't have time to 
research a new product. They're not tax advisors. So there's companies out there that have set up national account managers to where you can just tell them what the savings are and then schedule an appointment with a national account manager and he'll close the deal. The broker never has to know about taxes. And of course, there's a commission check involved in the end. Well, I was going to ask you that because, you know, we're seeing a lot of commission compression since ACA and maybe even a little bit before that. And that's a real thing. And most folks think that that's not going to go away. And in point of fact, it may compress even further. So advisors are, are always looking for additional revenue lines if they think they can fit the conversation into their into their business model. Is there a range of compensation on, on these ideas? Or when you go out, do you charge a fee for advisement? How does that work? There are commissions and every product is different. And what I'm talking about is offering companies savings but there's no fee to the client to take a look at it. There's only a fee charged if there are savings obtained, and then there's a commission, and each each line of coverage has a different commission payout, but it's not uncommon just to give you some industries and, and, and what the savings are. Manufacturing, you know, an average savings would be $270,000, hotels, $240,000, restaurants, $230,000. So depending on what it is that you're bringing to the table kind of depends on what the commission is, but it's not uncommon to make a, a $10,000 commission off of this type of service. That, that's strong. I mean, that certainly should generate some interest. I know you and I've been around brokers and benefit advisors for our entire careers. And I know that it's sometimes difficult to get their heads wrapped around this kind of change. And this is a fairly dramatic change for a lot of agencies. As you talk to, to benefits advisors, are they hesitant to kind of dip their toe in the water here? And, and how does that conversation go? I always tell benefits brokers and the line that I used to use when people asked me what I did for a living when I was a benefits advisor, and that was, I deliver bad news for a living. And I think a lot of people that listening to this will chuckle at that because, you know, when you think about it, although you may do a lot of good things for your client and you may get them the best deal possible, in the end, you really are delivering an increase and delivering bad news. So I mentioned this when I am talking to benefits advisors and, and they'll agree with that. And I say to them, how fun would it be to go back to your current clients and say, I can save you $300,000. And I can tell you from personal experience that that is a real joy to be able to go back to a client that you've had a great relationship with for years and say, hey, I, I'm not going to deliver bad news. I'm going to deliver good news. And here's a check for $300,000. So when I explain it that way, brokers get it and they are very intrigued with the idea and want to learn more. And let's look at the other side of the coin for a moment. What about, to use your phrase, clients getting it? You know, they've known me as a traditional benefit advisor, broker, whatever nomenclature you want to use, bringing them insured products, and now I'm coming kind of out of the box. Are they pretty accepting of that, or is the notion of the savings just enough to kind of overcome that that conversation? Well, no one else is out there bringing these ideas. So there's two ways for a company to improve their bottom line. They either have to increase sales or they have to cut costs. 
And I don't think there's any company out there that that's not looking at their bottom line. And so they see this as a real avenue to pursue to increase that bottom line. So I've not gotten any pushback from clients. What you will run into in, in this particular area is the first reaction from a client is, well, why isn't my CPA doing this? Well, these are specialized tax incentives. In order to do this, it's a specialized area. So your typical CPA accountant is filing your tax return and and giving you the best advice that they can to get you your best bottom line on your tax return. But the only companies out there that are offering this before I found others have been your top five accounting firms. Your top five accounting firms have specialized divisions that concentrate in this area. But if you just go to your local CPA or regional CPA, they'll be the first ones to tell you that this is a specialized area and you need to seek out a specialized company that this is all that they do. Is this an opportunity? You know, we, we've talked to some folks on the podcast. Toby Gerard comes to mind. Who's, who runs a long-term care practice. And Toby has built her practice by creating strategic partnerships with other advisors, such as CPAs. Is this an opportunity for a benefit advisor to start forging some of those strategic relationships so that perhaps other business referrals come? Oh my gosh, if you can go to your CPA, they love this particular idea. And because they don't concentrate in this area, it's a great avenue to pursue relationships with CPAs. And there's money to be had for the CPA, not only on the products or services sale, but they're going to have to do some work on behalf of their clients. So they're gonna have increased business just from filing the necessary paperwork for people to get, for example, that research and development tax credit back from the IRS. So in addition to going directly to your existing book of clients, another prospecting means might be to go find some CPAs in your town and talk about what you're doing and start seeing if you can cross-refer business. Absolutely. And, and this is a fantastic door opener. It's selling savings. So not only to go to CPAs and to build relationships, but just to simply, you know, what is the hardest job of any salesman? It's getting in the door. And, you know, if you're making a call about insurance, you know, that's maybe the fifth call that they got that week. If you're making a call about a savings opportunity, that's the only call that the employer got that week. So it's a much easier door opener, a way to get in the door and, a way to build a relationship and then ultimately sell the insurance products that you have to offer. Fascinating. In the minute or so that we have left, we always like to wrap up these interviews by asking our subject matter experts, what do you see in the future? And you can define that as the next couple of years and then maybe going out five years. How do you see this in terms of the industry? Well, I see more programs like this being brought out to the insurance agent. I mean, keep in mind the value of the insurance advisor, the benefits advisor, is that they already have a list of clients that they can go see. So you're going to see more people knocking on their doors to offer their services. And the example I've given are tax services. But you could see services that we can't even imagine today because companies want to take advantage of the relationships that the insurance agent already have with their clients. So I think the sky is the limit as to what we could see. 
And I think, again, I'll go back to everybody is being told they need to become a trusted advisor. And to me, that means offering services outside of the insurance realm, trying to help the company's bottom line. And if you can do that, you're going to win business and have a successful practice. Kyle Hodges, president of The Broker's Broker. Kyle, thanks for sharing your expertise with the Shift Shapers audience. We appreciate your time. Thanks, David. The Shift Shapers podcast is a production of the Saltzman Group. We work with entrepreneurs, executives, and companies just like you to help shape the shifts in your business. To schedule a 20-minute call to learn more, visit our website at thesaltzmangroup.com or call me directly at 803-386-8005. I'd love to hear from you. And while you're on our site, you can also click the podcast tab for the entire catalog of Shift Shapers episodes and to access some really great special offers. Give me a call at 803-386-8005 and learn how to put the secrets of the Ship Shapers to work in your business.